0: Imagine believing in something so strongly that you abandoned your family, friends, children, and entire life. You abandon everything for a lie that would eventually cause your demise and potentially the demise of your loved ones. We're about to talk about one of the largest mass killings, or rather mass murder-suicides in U.S. history.
1: Hey, everyone, this is Lady Lily.
0: And this is Millie Red, And welcome back to the Criminority Report.
1: Criminority Report. The Criminority <laughs> Report. <laughs> We're continuing our month-long series on mass killings. This next story we are going to cover is intense and a little different than our first story we covered. This next story is about a cult. A cult is a system of religious respect and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. It is also a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices that the masses regard as strange or sinister. There have been so many cult leaders, including David Koresh from Waco, Texas and Bonnie Nettles, and Marshall Applewhite, who were the leaders of Heavenscape. We are about to talk about Jonestown, the man leading them being the infamous Jim Jones. According to Rolling Stone, until the attacks on
0: 9-11, this tragedy represented the largest number of American civilian casualties in a single non-natural event. So this story, I feel like could have been so much longer because there's so many details yeah. to this story. Um, so yeah. I'm actually really impressed that we were able to get it down to just one episode um, rather than two parts. But before we start, Lady Lily, what did you know about this story prior to this episode?
1: I knew that it, was he the one that moved to like Africa somewhere? So a lot
0: of people think it was Africa because of Ghana, right? But it was actually Guyana, which is in South America.
1: Oh, I did not know that. So a lot of people get Ghana and Guyana mixed up. Okay, well, I know that he moved to a country. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. He moved to a country with a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know? And they were mostly black, mm-hmm. from my understanding. Mm-hmm. And they, he did, he convinced them in completing a mass murder suicide. And like, the pictures were very, very, very disturbing. Yes. Um, of just seeing all of those slain bodies.
0: Yes. Hmm. Um. It's a. It's. Yeah, it's um the story is very very disturbing. Um, yeah, this is um this story is where you get the saying like you know don't drink the Kool Aid. That yeah. comes from this. Um, I remember when I had to do a report on this, and you're never gonna believe how old I was, but I was in the fifth grade. When yeah. I had to do a report on
1: this. You are very right. I was not going to guess how old you were in fifth grade. <laughs> why are you talking about Jim Jones in the fifth grade? In the fifth grade, I don't understand was, that. I don't
0: either. Now that I think about it, I'm like, what the freak? Like, why? Yeah. It's, why isn't was that this elementary? A thing? Yeah, isn't was, that
1: elementary school? Yes. Yeah. No, I definitely I was, wasn't thinking that.
0: I was ten, eleven years old, and um, I remember I told my grandmother that um that I had to do a presentation on Jonestown and so she had me back in the day she had me watching this VHS um about uh Jonestown and um she actually knew some of the people that went over to Jonestown
1: Oh my gosh yeah really oh hmm
0: Because my grandparents were were from California. Um, well, they lived in California. So they knew some of the people that went over there.
1: But still at 10, 11 years old, weren't you traumatized?
0: I this is why I am the way I am today. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: they, is why you want to go to space. <laughs> this
0: is why I want to go to space. <laughs> I want to go to space because they had me do a Jim Jones presentation in the fifth grade. We did a whole oh semester gosh. on the Holocaust. I mean, it was
1: are you serious? I what? am
0: so serious, man, it wasn't no school of choice.
1: oh my goodness, I was doing long division.
0: <laughs> man, we had surpassed that. They were like, we need. We need annotations and bibliographies and all of this stuff.
1: Oh my gosh. You
0: were in AP English. Yeah. So I knew a lot about this um, just from from my um, presentation from fifth grade. So before we talk about Jonestown, we need to first talk about their cult leader, Jim Jones. So his birth name was James Warren Jones, and he was born May 13th, 1931 in Indiana. So what does that make him like a Taurus or a, a Gemini? No, a Taurus.
1: A Taurus. Okay. I know where you are going with that. <laughs> so shut it up. <laughs> I know exactly where you are going oh, with that. I'm just going to say that
0: a lot of Geminis no. are serial killers. That's all I'm going to uh, say. Well, no,
1: not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. A lot of y'all are crazy. Um, but
0: Jones grew up in the church despite being considered a Hellion. Um, He explained that he wasn't shown love from either of his parents due to his father being emotionally absent and um, his mother working all the time.
1: But you know what? Why do people use that as a, as an excuse to, to like condone their behavior? Oh, I I behave this way because I did not get the attention or I did not get the love that I deserve from my parents
0: just not taking accountability
1: no not it's it's all it's being blamed on someone yes it's a country it sucks that your parents wasn't involved that is that is not that's not cool you know that it sucks but does that give you the right to do what you did Mm -hmm.
0: eventually that can't be an excuse anymore eventually it's just you
1: the thing is that I don't think it should be an excuse, period. No, it should not. Maybe I'm wrong for that point of view. It's just... No,
0: I don't understand why people do it either. But some interesting stuff about his parents. His father was a World War I vet who received disability payments due to his exposure to mustard gas. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you all a little history lesson right now, okay? Mustard gas was commonly used in World War 1 and caused severe skin burns and blisters lung wow. and
1: eye issues
0: and a lot of other issues that affected people for the rest of their lives
1: okay where did they get mustard gas from mm,
0: is it you, from like you, you you put this you put this chemical with this one and then you make a very nasty um compound called mustard gas. Yeah. So it wasn't from mustard? It was not. And I don't want to get into the scientific of it because I am a scientist. (laughs) 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 Who wants to go to space. Um (laughs) so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into the scientificness of it, even though I am a scientist and (laughs) I want to go to space. We're not going to do that. It's too complicated. Okay. All right. So anyway, his mother was a lot younger. And it sounds like she had a lot of doubts about God being, um, you know, there, being real, um, even though she did end up joining the church later. So Jim went to all kinds of churches to see where he fit in. He also married early in life when he and Marceline Baldwin married in 1949. His love for church and the word of God led him to go to ministry after graduating from Butler university.
1: Oh man. He was really Indiana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So originally Jones was a student pastor in the, in a Methodist church and was inc- incredibly charismatic and claimed to have psychic and healing powers. It's like here comes the nonsense. I mean,
1: psychic? Mm. Any proof of his psychicness? I don't know, because you know when uh, they do the the laying on the hands, the laying of the hands. I know. Yeah, I. I really don't like the laying of the hands. I do not like the laying of the hands. And yeah, I don't. More more specifically, you know, I think about the sanitary concerns. Like, I I don't know if you wash your hands after you pee. Right. And then you're going to lay your hands on my forehead with your urine ridden hand. Well, see, a lot of men, I'm not going to say a lot of men. But
0: some men's idea is like they don't really have to wash their hands after using the bathroom because they didn't touch anything and they assume that their private part is, is clean. I don't know that.
1: They wiggle it. I, they wiggle it. I know to get the residue out. Right. You don't think a flick of that will come onto your hand? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a flick of it
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh
0: But anyway getting back to our story yes, Um getting back He, he learned a lot um, Jim Jones learned a lot And studied George Baker um, Who was also known as Father Divine Who happened to have a multiracial um, Congregation and he was also Very much like charismatic And um, performative okay. um, When he did his sermons So, Jim hated segregation, and he and his wife adopted children of um, different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Jim Jones wanted to found his own church. So, in 1955, he developed a Pentecostal church that became known as the the People's Temple. Jones was well-liked. A lot of these cult leaders are.
1: Yeah, being charismatic. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: He a people helped
1: person. Yes. People person, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then
0: they just they seem um trustworthy because a yeah. lot of times they're talking about the, the word of God and what have you. Um so he also helped out with homelessness and human rights. So in nineteen sixty five, he moved to California and settled in San Francisco in nineteen seventy one. He was so popular. That politicians like Harvey Milk were drawn to him. Of course. So after he moved to San Francisco, he started calling himself and expecting others to call him the prophet. Okay. Right. We started seeing him love the idea of having power. Soon he was faced with allegations of diverting church members' income into his own pockets. While these accusations were arising, he and hundreds of his followers moved to Guyana in South America and set up Jonestown in
1: 1977. Wow! I'm like I'm sure he was making a lot of money from the backs of mm-hmm. the members, mm-hmm. because Jones had in incredibly large following with nearly a hundred, no, nearly a thousand people. It's a lot of people. It, yeah. Yeah. Why you might ask people were attracted to his sermons on tolerance, social responsibility and community. He also promised a utopian society. Most of his followers were African American or black in 1974. Jones bought a land in Guyana and began building a compound. He, as well as his followers, left to set up Jonestown in 1977. They moved since Jones was becoming more and more paranoid. And as stated before, accusations arising, including members being beaten, humiliated, blackmailed, or coerced into signing over their possessions to the church. The compound was a far from utopian paradise as he was running it like a prison camp. The same tactics that were employed in the States were being employed and magnified in Jonestown. And that's because they probably didn't have laws that regulated that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The local Guyanese government had little control due to its remoteness. In other words, Jonestown was self-contained and self-governing. Members received little food and couldn't leave. How could they leave with armed guards at the perimeter of the compound? Jones was still paranoid and always feared a coup, so he started conducting suicide drills. They would be awakened in the middle of the night and told to drink a red drink that contained poison. After nearly an hour of drinking the juice, they were told they weren't going to die and that they passed the loyalty test. Ex-members had been speaking out against Jim Jones. They wanted Guyanese and American government to do something. The Guyanese government was reluctant to do anything because Jones always threatened mass suicide and the government didn't want that on their hands. So in November 1978, Congressman Leo J. Ryan of California decided to investigate John, Jonestown himself. And I want to
0: I want to just say something about this, man. We need more congressmen like um, Congressman Ryan. Yeah. And when you when you all hear what he did, you're going to understand why I'm saying that, because I, I think very few, if any, of our current Congress. People would do what this man did. Yeah. So on November 14th, 1978, Ryan took a plane with visitors, some ex members, and a television crew, and got to Guyana. On November 17th, he arrived and toured Jonestown in order to validate claims of psychological and physical abuse. While on the tour, he invited those who wanted to leave the compound. He's like, come on, if y'all want to go, like, let's go. And he actually did yeah. get some members. So when Ryan, members of the people's temple who wanted to leave, visitors and his crew decided to leave, they were gunned down by Jones's men on the airstrip. Now, five people, including Congressman Ryan, NBC correspondent Don Harris, NBC cameraman Bob Brown, and San Francisco examiner-photographer Greg Robinson were shot and killed, and 11 others were wounded. Wow. Yep. After this shooting, Jones gave the go-ahead for the members inside the compound to commit suicide. So this is why I said we need more congressmen in today's Congress like this, because he didn't just sit back and say, "My condolences, I'm sending prayers out to these people. This man went, got some people to try to save as many people as yeah. he possibly could, and yeah he he laid down his life for these people he did he sure did he really did so um with the committing of the suicide, members were to drink kool-aid laced with cyanide and tranquilizers like volume
1: wow. the
0: children went first wow mm-hmm. yep the adults and parents squirted the juice in the mouths of the babies and children mm. yep while the adults actually um you know drank the concoction because they were able to do it so they killed the children first over 900 people, including almost 300 children, died that day.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Jim Jones actually died from a gunshot wound in um to the head.
1: Oh, so he didn't drink it? Heck, no! Nah, he's like, Mm-mm, I know it.
0: I know what cyanide is going to do to these people, and I'm a scientist, so I know how cyanide chemically messes with you. It's a very terrible, agonizing death. I don't recommend anybody, um, anybody ever try to kill themselves or anybody with cyanide. It's it's horrible.
1: Uh, that is horrible.
0: Yeah. Um. So we don't know if he shot himself or he was shot in the head because everybody was dead. Um. So some of the members survived as they were defected that day or they were in the capital city of Georgetown. Needless to say, the People's Temple disbanded afterwards and declared bankruptcy in 1978.
1: Good. It does need to be disbanded. Mm -hmm. This story was a little different in that technically these people died by suicide. But at the end of the day, they were all really murdered because they were forced to drink this juice or they would be killed by men with guns. So we definitely can call this a mass murder-suicide. Even over 40 years later, ex-members vividly remember being a part of the people's temple and their devotion. One ex-member said, the people were incredible. People who were capable of committing themselves to something outside of their own self-interest. Another ex-member said, we, all of us, We're doing the right things, but in the wrong place with the wrong leader. These cult leaders are definitely like those we talked about in white collar crimes. Their charisma and charm can have you do some crazy things you would never imagine doing yourself. They will have you lose all of your senses.
0: They'll have you losing all of your senses for real. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um so I know he kind of went through that pretty
1: quickly, but how did you feel about this story? It's incredibly um disheartening this story is.
0: It's like he knowingly tried to take advantage of black people in particular. Yeah.
1: How do you justify killing over 900 people? How do you justify that?
0: I don't know. I really, I don't know that in, in the children, it's like, and, and the thing is he knew exactly what the cyanide would do because I actually, um, did some research and he originally wanted to go to school, um, like to become a doctor. Like he wanted to be in the medical field. So he knew what these things were going to do to these people. And it's just, um, it's just sick, um, he took advantage of these people, um,
1: It's super sad.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, So stop listening to these people, y'all. When they say these crazy things that seem like impossible or seem unimaginable or seem too good to be true, it is too good to
1: be true. Very, yeah. I agreed. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, It's too good to be true. Too
0: good. So um, I do feel like, um, like him going to Guyana, like I feel like there were different places he could have gone, like like space.
1: <laughs> I was taking you serious. I was literally taking you serious. I'm I like, know. Well, I'm like, well, where was he going to go? Like, where could he've gone with 900 people? <laughs> You tell me he was going to get on like the USS Enterprise. Is that what you were thinking? Or Captain Picard? No, Captain Picard would be like, no. But my dude Spock live long and prosper. Well, lady, what are we going to be talking about? next week next week we're going to talk about a hate crime that took the lives of many many victims within the Latin community that's going to be an interesting story
0: yeah check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the Criminality report podcast you can also check out our website at www.thecriminorityreportpodcast.com you can also email us at Podcast. At gmail.com. If y'all have any stories that y'all want to talk about, what they got to do, Lily? Hit us up. Hit us up. <sighs> Just hit us up. Just hit us up. Just hit us, us up. up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Brr, brr. Hit us up. So, where can they listen to our episodes at, lady?
1: <laughs> okay. You can rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Again, we thank you so much for listening and putting up with Millie's singing and her incessant
0: love of space.
1: Yes, her incessant love of space. We, we thank you for that.
0: And we thank you for putting up with Lady Lily's shenanigans. Cause she does way more shenanigans than me.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. We we need we need for you to prove that. We're the receipts. Pull them receipts. Show the Book receipt. Up. <laughs> That's the receipt.
0: Boop boop. <laughs> so, since she wanted to just laugh <laughs> at the end of the episode, y'all, we appreciate you so so much thank we you do. for going on this journey with us we hope that you're appreciating it tell everybody to listen to the criminority report the criminority
1: report until next week bye bye Woo. loud Ooh. <laughs> oh girl i wasn't here was even go that high <laughs> While you were saying that, you shocked yourself, girl. I did. <laughs> I did shock myself. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> it's like when a dog farts for the first time. And they're like, what's that? Yeah, I was like, whoa. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, you, bro. Oh, it's me. Is it me? Is it, is it me? <laughs> yeah. It's you. Yeah. So I'll say that that term and then you just like put it in there later because you look like you about to die
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can rate, review, and subscribe oh subscribe subscribe. what they
0: gonna crab too Tell your friends, you know that song. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your kids, tell your husband, tell everybody, tell everybody, tell everybody. (laughs) Tell everybody. (laughs)